Good morning and welcome to Herb Oracle Podcast, botanical divination with herbs, essences, flowers, and trees with your host, Herbal Marie. Let's start the day off pulling some oracle cards and getting a few messages. We can shoot the shiitake in a spiritual way-ish. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post a pic of the cards at Herb Oracle. Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. Morning. So it's Monday. You guys, I had to laugh because when I recorded the podcast Friday, I didn't actually know it was Friday. Like, I don't think I did. I don't think there was any like, I'll see you in two days or like it was only later on that night that I was like, wait a second, is it Friday? You mean I don't have to do a podcast tomorrow? <laughs> so I took a couple of days off. We're here. We're back. Oh my goodness. My life is still ridiculous. But law of free will, right? That's what we talked about Friday. Law of choice. In every moment, I have a choice to align with love or to align with not love. So yeah, we have the power to choose our direction. That's what Friday was all about. We can either have soul growth or soul loss, which kind of freaked me out. You re- I remember that from Friday. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, doesn't that motivate you to be a lover, not a hater? <laughs> um, yeah, so Friday was all about thoughts or things and mind is the builder. And if, if a soul, if a person gets so caught up in hate, they become a God hater, they just are negative and hateful and you know, you know what I'm saying. Hate um, equals diminished light, okay? And when someone's light gets diminished to the point that they cannot rebuild it themselves and like it's so diminished, the soul could be absorbed back into spirit and no longer have a separate awareness. So people who go into darkness and you know they're acting with zero love, they this just said it called it a god hater, right? Um yeah, like like um their spirit just gets their soul just gets reabsorbed back into spirit, but the thing is like um it loses its it's soul awareness, it's separate awareness. So I put a star on my notes. Always we can either choose to be under the influence of others or we can choose to be an example for others. So Friday we had a pretty intense universal law. Um, if you need to go back and be like, what? <laughs> oh, hey, oh my God, there's a black cat out my window. That's my neighbor's cat, Oscar. Oscar, what are you doing in my yard? I have three dogs, don't you know? Anyways, it was just at the lilac bush. I love having my desk like this. Like, I get to see nature when I'm talking to you. So we'll see what the hell Oscar is all about. Kind of makes me want to go scare him out of the yard because if my dogs would go out there, they would not... I mean, Oscar's, I'm sure, fast. He'll be able to get away. But my dogs, especially two of them, would not even hesitate to act from a diminished place of love. (laughs) My dogs would be like, ugh, something new to tear up. <laughs> so anyways, um, we were also talking about, what was, 
what was um Friday, didn't we also get a message that everything is mirrored back to us? Yeah, we got some really great oracle cards Friday about life mirroring back to you. Okay, yeah. But anyways, that made, I wanted to ask you, what has been mirrored back to you this weekend? Because some crazy weird ass shit has been mirrored back to me. Um, just, we went to a family reunion. Um, so there was definitely some mirroring of energy there what else did I do I guess I Saturday I cleaned an office um, for the morning and then I came home and I read my book all afternoon like into the evening I sat on the porch and I was reading 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 big reading um, this weekend I'm trying I'm on the sixth the last book of Tina Louise Spaulding so I finished the fifth one I think that was Saturday and then now I'm on to the sixth one which is intense um, like I'm good with it cause I'm there and I've like, nothing's really surprising me, but like, it's like, I'm reading it and I'm like, I can't believe this is in this book because I'm always, when I'm reading something, I'm always thinking like, who can I pass this on to or who's ready for this? And I don't know anybody in my real life that's ready for this book. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll probably live on my shelf for a while until I've, I, uh, I don't know until the rest of the world catches up. So anyways, today we're going to do the law of gender. Just FYI, we're on the 32nd law. 32nd. That triggers my speech impediment. 32nd. <laughs> the law of gender. I have no idea what that's going to be about. Um, that's funny though, because yeah, this weekend I had triggers. Oh my God. OMG, there was a bit of triggering going on this weekend, um, of course, from the man that I'm still legally married to, and even my son. So there was definitely, my triggers were mostly from males, and um, so I noticed that, and I'm trying to like see what's being mirrored back to me, see what issues I, I still have within me that need healing or resolved or attention. Um, so it was really an interesting weekend. Um, how, but now, month now, I woke up like kind of like, oh geez, what am I going to wake up? What kind of energy am I going to wake up into? You know, whenever like it was just so choppy, that's a good word. It was choppy energy. Um, this weekend, even though there was a lot of flow, I was really focused on my book and, um, stayed pretty balanced. The energies coming at me were kind of choppy and I did feel like I inside like wow I could really freak out right now and I did kind of freak out a little bit at times towards people but I'm telling you what it's like just don't keep it in anymore if someone's triggering you I mean take a deep breath and understand that you're being triggered like be super aware of it but then express yourself how you're feeling you know and uh, don't hold it in you know, so yeah, like my son, um, I had to let him know that he had been inconsiderate to me um, as a parent, and he didn't even probably really realize it, but you know, I had to express myself because why would I want to keep that in and one, feel hurt, and two, feel resentful. I mean, no, 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 we are not feeling those emotions, so you know, I let him know that and we resolved the issue. He was like, you know, he's been so miserable with mucus. 
and he just basically was like really frustrated like the herbs aren't working like can I please have medication (laughs) so I mean like you know of course like I had to respect that about him and give him some so yeah I mean here's some Benadryl you know but don't give up on herbs too because the thing is herbs don't work for people because they're inconsistent about taking them they take them once and they're like it didn't work um yeah sometimes you have to be a little bit more diligent with things so anyways all is well though we got that kind of figured out and we have a game plan now like you know let's we have a couple teas we want to drink we want to supplement with some vitamin c sure take the benadryl to get some immediate relief but let's do some things on the body level to try to address why there's so much mucus um so yeah i'm thinking ginger ginger to help dry up a little bit definitely thinking celery juice because it's been so magical for me on every level i want him to try that and then some other drying herbs will include in and uh maybe plantain i'm seeing plantain right now so anyways that was that um marital super dumb still super lame and uh super untrustworthy let's just say that so yeah my my current marital update is um now he wants to be nice right now he wants like to try to hug me and touch me after you know not treating me like a human being and now I'm not interested right like now I see that like that um it's just not respectful for to myself to constantly as the law of free will said choose to be under the influence of others or choose to be an example of others so I do want to be an example of love and unconditional love but I am not going to allow myself to always be under the influence of someone else's whims oh now we can be nice oh now we're not talking oh now now I'm the most horrible person in the world okay yeah just keep me posted on you know what you want to do so yeah not playing that game I'm also not playing the game of pretending or if and like I just don't feel like I don't want to hug I don't want to touch him so I'm not Um, I think that's ridiculous Um, when someone asks you for physical affection like when it's just I'm not faking anything anymore and I'm just not feeling anything so yeah that's that that is that so I'm not like angry or mad a little bit annoyed but um, that can be resolved pretty quick for me. But I was actually kind of annoyed all weekend with everyone across the board. So I don't know if that's like kind of new moon energy for me. Like, oh, hello, new moon. Everyone's on my freaking nerves, you know, like, but I kind of just rolled with it and um, tried not to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what, what like, especially at a family reunion. Oh, my God, let me tell you this story. So I'm going to try to condense this. My family, um, it's a real small family reunion. And to make a really long story short, you know, for the last 20 plus years, my immediate family within this family, um, not immediate, but extended, like my aunts, my mom, 
they've always hosted um, the reunion and done the gifts and done all that. And uh, over the last couple years, they really got like, they felt like they're getting tired of doing it. It's been like over 20 years, you know. And so the other main family, um, they felt like, you know, it was their turn to take the torch, you know, since they had done it for so long. So last year they passed off the the host torch, you know, just be in charge of the games and signing everybody in and, and the auction, you know, like a Chinese auction and, you know, prizes or whatever. So this was their first year doing it and uh, they did a great job. The prizes were awesome. Um, they had a game and then they had a quiz. So the quiz um, was all about like family trivia and it was really interesting. Well, then at the end of it, they're like, okay, who got the most right, right? And that person was going to get a prize. And then they said, okay, who got the least amount right? Like, I guess they, you know, it was like, oh, wow, they're going to give a prize for the person who got the least questions. Like, how nice, you know? Um, so anyways, it was my son, <laughs> which I was, my daughter and I were second in line. He only got seven questions, right? We got 11, so 7 11. Um, but anyways, so he went up, they said, sit in the chair and they handed him a box and, um, he opened it and there was a piece of paper and it said, congratulations, you have been nominated and are now in charge of being the host for next year's reunion. So, wow, plot twist. Um, so I guess we're in charge of it next year, but what is being mirrored back to me, first of all, it's bullshit, you know, like this family who um, you know, it was their turn to do it for a while, are tapping out now over, just over, just, they've done one, one reunion, and they're tapping out, and, and with such deceit and trickery, um, <laughs> passing it on to us, so it's really interesting, like, I really was sitting with it on the way home, like, as my son was driving home, and, because he's still practicing his, with his driver's permit, I'm thinking like, wow, what is really being mirrored here, you know? And the first thing that I was thinking about was maybe, probably for sure, they really felt like they didn't want it last year, obviously, and you know, they had felt like they were happy just showing up at the reunion for 20 years without, you know, doing anything, and um, they didn't really want this job, even though they did a good job about it, it was like, wow, they really put in a lot of thought how to get rid of it. <laughs> so there was that. But then, you know, and then of course it's like, I'm trying to see like what else, you know, I can take away from this. But then it came down to the law of choice. You know, it's like, we can either be like bitter, like, wow, what a, what a bunch of bad business people, you know, it's like, like, this is why no one in the family can do business with each other because like that was so manipulative and deceitful. It just, wow. And, um, but funny, it was still also funny and clever. I'll give them that. Um, but anyways, uh, so it's like, all right, well, do you want <clears throat> to take it with a chip on your shoulder or do you want to just take it and have fun? Cause it's not really a big deal. I mean, <clears throat> it is kind of my worst nightmare. Um, because you have to like pick out gifts and go shopping and, <clears throat> I don't know. We could, we can do it. We can do it. We'll do it. But it's like, 
then it's like, well, do we want to pass it on next year and be jerks like them or just, okay, nobody else wants to do it. The family is so small. Like, we'll just do it until we're just done with this reunion because it's probably going to end up being like, like the this will be the this could be the end of the reunion I'm seeing the signs of the end days here <laughs> but anyways that was a really interesting thing um to have and then you're like well, what is being mirrored back to me and then I was like well you know what we just really have always like even though it's like my mom and my aunts have been doing it we just always really show up and don't really do much for the interview so the interview the reunion it feels like an interview <laughs> my son and I always joke like yeah the the reunion always feels like an interview like what have you been doing what 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 dad what year are you in school this year like what are your like it's just like Jesus take your f and re resume you know <laughs> So anyways, yeah, like we've never really, it's probably vibrationally, it's our turn too. I mean, yeah, they probably should have done it for at least a few years, like five, but they can't handle it. So it'll be our turn. And yeah, we'll just probably do it until the, until uh, we quit doing the reunion. That's what I'm saying. Because seriously, if every year it's going to get passed on to some sucker, really? Like, no one's going to want to play any games or even come to the reunion. So, anyways, they really put some bad vibes into, into it. But yet, it's like, whatever. Just go with it. So, anyways, that was my weekend. Mix that in with some awkward, uncomfortable fighting movements with my um, person that I'm married to. And um, mix that in <clears throat> with a little little conflict with my teenage son mix that in with a lot of emotional downpour from my Sagittarius daughter and um, then of course there's a middle child who I didn't have any energy left for <laughs> so that was my weekend but I did get a lot of reading done I really did so yeah I think this morning I'm gonna love up the middle child since she's probably feeling it and I'll just love up everybody regardless so that is my 17 minute and 44 second rambling at this point about <laughs> the weekend. Good Lord. It, like th that kind of weekend, it's like hard to be like, okay, Monday morning, let's start fresh. Let's start fresh Monday. Like Monday, I just felt like needs like we need to go around with a little broom and dustpan and sweep it up. And sort of put it in the bag and then light the bag on fire. Just light it on fire. And let it all go. And then by the afternoon, I think I'll be able to start fresh. We're going to go to the library today. I don't know if I want another week with my library books. Like, does anybody else do this? Like, you get library books. The first week, you don't look at them. The second week, you have to, like, cram them in. Because, it. I don't know, it took a whole week to really get into them. Like I did flip through them. I might just actually take them back. The herb book is awesome. I would like to own it. So I have it bookmarked on my thrift books wish list. Um, and then the tarot book that I got, it's cute, but it's probably one that I could just grab off the shelf at the library when I'm at the library and just look at it there. You know, it's okay. All right. Did I even read the law yet? Oh my God. I'm going to drink some tea. Get yourself some tea and then we'll do this. 
All right, got my dandelion root tea. I see that the last segment was 1911. 911. I saw the numbers 911 on Saturday when I went into Sheets. I'm sorry, Sheetses. Let me correct that. Sheetses to get myself a sandwich before I went to clean an office because I woke up hungry. But um, anyways, and the guy um, doing his made-to-order thing on the screen when he when he completed his order, his number was 911. And I was like, oh, inside job, huh? <laughs> like, like, when I see the numbers 911, it does make me think of, you know, of course, 911. And I always think to myself, inside job, right? Um, now, of course, that's from the conspiracy or whatever, like from that um, that day. But when I see it now, I think of that people need to go inside and do the inner work like an inside job, you know? So when I see that, it's always an interesting number, though, for me. Because um, if I do see it, I, I'm like alerted. It's an alerted number for me, 9-11. And um, yeah, I always think it's an inside job. So that's a big topic though, isn't it? Um, these catastrophic events that happen in our world and how then afterwards they are used to manage and manipulate everybody. So I've been thinking a little bit about that because it's in the sixth book, not about 9-11. They talk about the Holocaust in um, the last book, from Tina Liddy Spalding and how it's just used to keep people in fear and hate and anger and then it's used to justify more war. And for the record, y'all, war is never justified. So we need to really be aware of when we're being manipulated because they're, use, they're basically still using all this stuff, these events that happened in the past to justify just really the hell that they're creating in the Middle East. And it's a huge topic why they're really doing that and um, <clears throat> probably one that people are not ready for. <clears throat> Listen to my throat chakra completely clogging. I guess I'm not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> but that is discussed in the last book of Tina Louise Spaulding's and um, it's intense and people are probably not going to be ready for it for a while, but that's part of the work, getting ready to see the world for what it is. So let's get back to the universal laws here. I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent, getting off on a tangent. So let me move you over here. We're talking about the law of gender, and I ain't going to lie to you, it's really, really big. <laughs> We're talking like a full page, almost a full page. Um, don't worry, I printed it out huge old lady font though. Like whenever I I copy and pasted it into Word to print it out, I was like, let's see how big we can make the font without being completely ridiculous. <laughs> what is this, like 16 or 18? Wow. All right, so law of gender. I'm just going to read it and then we can decide if we want to talk about it or not. So number 32, the law of gender. This law embodies the truth that gender is manifested in everything. The masculine and feminine law is ever at work on all planes of causation. Gender manifests on all three planes of causation, 
which are the great spiritual plane, the great mental plane, and the great physical plane. The law is always the same on all planes, but on the higher planes, it takes higher forms of manifestation. This law works in the direction of generation, regeneration, and creation. All life forms contain the two elements of gender, masculine and feminine. On the great physical plane, the sexes of all species are manifested as male and female and the role they play in sexual reproduction. On the great mental plane, gender manifests as masculine and feminine energies that exist within each and every person. Every male has its female element and every female has its male element. On the great spiritual plane, gender manifests as gender manifests as the father mother principle of the infinite omnipresent God in whose mind the universe is conceived and firmly held. It is written, we all live, move, and have our being within God. When balance and learning reach a critical mass, the personality achieves the merger of God and see self as neither male or female, but as one blended self. <clears throat> that concludes number 32, <laughs> the law of gender. Okay, so this is all about how like we have masculine and feminine energy. Um, but it, it does talk about the three different planes of causation, spiritual, mental, and physical. <clears throat> Excuse me, my, my throat does not want to talk about these topics. Yeah, because gender, just like the Holocaust and 9-11, has become another sacred cow. You're not allowed to question anything anymore. <laughs> right, so if anything comes up in reality that it's like you can't question it or everyone gets offended about it, know that it's part of the agenda to shut your mouth and to control you. Um, so yeah, gender is definitely one of those things that's being manipulated and, 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 all, and abused in our society. Of course, that's on the physical plane. Bigger than that, we have the great spiritual plane and the great mental plane. And so that's when we come into these energies of masculine, these energies of feminine. And guess what, boo? You got both of them. Um, so... But and, and we have the mother, father, God, and eventually we don't identify as boy, girl, you know what I mean? Or, or masculine, female, no, masculine, feminine. Like eventually, from what I understand, spiritually, when we come into harmony, like right now, your masculine energy, even if you're a female, your masculine energy could be too dominant. You're aggressive, you're a jerk, like you're pushing your way through things. You're not connected to your, your emotions, right? And likewise, regardless of your, your physical gender, you can have an imbalance of the feminine and, you know, you're just you're really emotional and, and um, wishy-washy and you can't line up with a decision or be assertive 
or clear almost. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> within us, we have to have a balance of the masculine and feminine energies. And eventually, as it says, eventually when balance and learning reach a critical mass, the personality, your soul, the personality achieves the merger of God and sees self as neither male or female, but as one blended self. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's just like physically everyone's just making the crazy shit show about gender. <laughs> it is so Monday. Like, I could just not even give a fuck. That's how Monday feels to me. Um, so, <clears throat> what happened? <laughs> what happened this weekend? <laughs> what happened? But, like, yeah, eventually it don't matter. When you look at your previous incarnations and your concurrent incarnations and your future incarnations, you're male. Sometimes you're female other times. Like, it's really not as big of a deal. Um, you have both masculine fem feminine energies within your within your mental state and within your spirit plane as well. So, yeah, it's a lot of gender. But, yeah, it everything is... Um, man, the law implies the truth that gender is manifested in everything. The masculine and feminine law is ever at work at all planes of causations. So yeah, there's, that is how the universe is held together within mother, father, God. Okay. So it is two genders, um, within the spiritual plane, within the mental plane and the physical plane. And eventually, they get blended together, and it really don't matter. All right, there's a law of gender. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Sadie Marie, don't give a shit. Okay, so here we go. Sadie don't care. So what oracle deck should we use? So I'm trying to figure out. Move you, let me move you again. I'm trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing with my oracle cards because... I want to start doing some evening live streams on my YouTube channel and Facebook Live. And um, so I, I can't do that down here. Like in the morning, down here is my quiet space. But in the evenings, down here is a madhouse with my kids gaming and the dogs. And like, so if I want to do a broadcast in the evening, it has to be upstairs in my bedroom. Now, all my oracle cards are contained within these two drawers. And it's like, do I move them upstairs? Do I move just the ones I need upstairs? Do I just leave some upstairs? Do I leave some downstairs? Like, I don't... Something has to change. Um, so I might have to get a little bookshelf for upstairs. I have no idea. But I would love to almost get them out of the drawer. But then again, I love them being contained in the drawer as well. All right, let's get a hedge witch since... Since I, we're going to do the Enchanted Spell Oracle today. And you know what? Let's just do that. Sometimes I say, like, let's just get one hedge wedge. But you know what? Sometimes life is fun with more than one hedge wedge. <laughs> so this is the Enchanted Spell Oracle by Priestess Moon. And, um, yeah, they're all some really great hedge witches and priestesses. Priestess. Priestesses. And um, so let's see, because we had our weekend, we had some fun, we had some laughs, 
We had some triggers. We had some mirroring faux show. So let me just tell you this. So this is why I could not hug the man that is still technically my husband. Um, I, could, I could not hug him, right? He just puts out his arms like, give me a stupid hug. I'm saying no thank you. Um, a couple times this happened. Now, side note, my daughter was saw this and got upset that I wouldn't hug him. So I had that whole side thing to deal with. But what I want to tell you is my intuition was like, no. My heart was like, mm-mm, right? And it's like, because why? Because I already was so open and so vulnerable. So it's like I'm sending him energetically compassion and love, but I'm also sending no thank you, okay? Because I just can't trust him right now. So anyways, just the universe confirmed this for me. So um, last night I said, you know, because he's like, do you want me to leave? Do you want me to leave? Like, like, yeah, like the kids are, to the child is already crying. Yeah, leave. Why don't you leave? Let's put that on top of her too right now. So I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, why don't we just, why don't we just talk next week when, you know, your mood has completely flip-flopped again and, you know, you're a whole different person. So I said that. Within seconds, all the good fake vibes that he was putting towards me were gone and he was a jerk. That's why I didn't hug your ass because it was fake AF. And um, yeah, just like that, total jerk telling me that I'm a hypocrite, that I should practice what I preach. Hey, I don't preach that you should hug people that are vibrationally untrustworthy. I don't preach that. I don't preach that you should be a doormat. I don't preach that. <laughs> I preach that you should be true to yourself and you should listen to your intuition. And my intuition was saying, I don't think so. And um, yeah, he just completely confirmed that to me. Um, so anyways, girls, <laughs> you don't have to physically give yourself up in any way to anyone. And you two guys, seriously, just because somehow wants a hug, you don't need to touch her. <laughs> Respect yourself. You can still send them love, compassion, and pure energy from your heart space without including your physical body if you ain't feeling it. So that is what I preach. All right, let's see what our first hedge witch is. It's intellect. Ooh, it's witch hazel. It's hazel. It's Hazel coming in with some intellect and a green fish. All right, so the priestess of intellect. Whew, very interesting. Let's see what's on top. No, wait, where did I pull this one? That was on the top. Let's see what's on the bottom. Energy. But you know what? Since I was so drawn to energies on the bottom. And let's just see who's on the top. Success. Okay. All right, so <clears throat> first of all, we have, <laughs> all right, energy coming in seems like apples. I'm going to look that up, though. In success, that I was really pulled towards um, is alder, the alder tree. Um, so, yeah, 
for me personally, of course, once again, for another week, upon week after week after week, I am being so distracted and my energy is trying to be so sabotaged by the by the um distractive energy that the home front is in you know like the books are still on my desk for lemon balm like still it's just like my poor podcast herbal marie i feel so neglected right i feel like i just can't focus i and that that podcast uses my intellect i don't have to have any intellect to show up here which is why I show up five days a week easily, no problem. <laughs> I could show up seven days a week here without any intellect um, if if the, my schedule, if it worked with my schedule, but it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I can show up Monday through Friday, no trouble here because all it is is emotions and spiritual and a touch of intellect here and there when I need to read words off of a paper. <laughs> But for the most part, I don't need that here, so we good to go. I do need intellect over at Herbal Marie, and I do need focus, and that is why I'm struggling so much because um, it's just hard to focus. It really, really is when I got other stuff going on. So I have this this interesting message coming in um, with, it's like this success for that podcast is looming above me, um, and it's like, do you want it or not? You could you could do it. The priestess of energy at the bottom is saying, you could do it. She's got her arms wide open where all the other priestesses mostly have their arms down and at their sides like in a really poised manner. Energy has her arms out and she's got these really long pointy sleeves that go down into a spiral. She's got all this energy. The plants are growing out around her. She has like the energy of the full moon. Um, it's incredible. So she's saying like, hey, do you know how you just said that it was hard and it was a struggle and you couldn't focus? Stop talking like that because if you can just focus your energy, you can really probably get everything done. All right, so let's get some more cards here and then we will refer to the little book. All right, so I could do it all. I can do it all. I can work my part-time jobs. I can uh, take care of the house, take care of the kids. I can homeschool. I can create podcasts all the time. <laughs> so a card comes out in my hand from the bottom. It's opulence. She's saying, please have some more fun. Please have some more fun with all of this. See, everything is a game. See everything as a, a fun project, right? Whether it's your podcast, whether it's homeschooling, whether it's preparing for next year's family reunion. Just see it as fun. You can do this. And the card on the top is wisdom. She's got her eyes closed. This is the only priestess with her eyes closed. Why? Because where does your wisdom lie? Within you. Wisdom is within. And this is the ivy. This is IV with wisdom. So what does opulence have? Um, maybe olives? No, wait. Maybe. Let me see here. Some type of fruit. Either olives or... Um, let me see. I have to look in the book. I don't know what that is. 
Um, so anyways, how does this come in? Wisdom. So we have intellect, energy, success, opulence, and wisdom. So that is really, really fun. <laughs> and then as I'm putting um, the deck away, I just want to let you know that happiness is on the bottom. And she is also really amazing. Um, I'm going to actually put her out because I need her. I need her. I saw her and I, I need, I decided I'm going to put the deck away because this is plenty. Oh my God, this is plenty. So I love, and happiness has striped leggings just like opulence and she's she's got like like it's like a ballerina she's got one leg pulled up like tree pose yeah she's kind of in tree pose right now but more dancing and she's got a mushroom and cherries and both her and opulence have a glass of wine which is or champagne or something and uh yeah there's a lot of fun energy with happiness and opulence Ooh, and guess what and we have energy too and they're in a diagonal, the way I laid the cards out. So we have our bottom, our bottom trio is energy, opulence, and happiness. And they are in this fun type of energy, this openness, this lightheartedness. And then we have our, our uh, top quadrant, <laughs> the trio at the top is intellect, wisdom, and success. And they are definitely looking more reserved, but more poised and um, content. And it, But like, here's the thing. They're enjoying the bottom three. And the bottom three are happy to enliven and entertain the top three. So it's like our, our happiness, our energy, our opulence. That's what gives us the fuel, the fuel that we can really put it into our success and our and using our intellect and gaining wisdom because you're not going anywhere if you don't have energy and that's outside of you or in, inside of you. If you don't have good energy in your body, you're not going to meditate. You're going to take a nap. <laughs> if you don't have good energy, you're not going to create a podcast. You're going to listen to a podcast. You know what I mean? Um, and if you want success, you have to have the energy to keep up with it. So success is up at the top with um, intellect and wisdom, you know, creating the triangle up there. And then we have the diagonal energy, opulence and happiness at the bottom, kind of fueling it all. Um, yeah, but they're actually laid out. You'll be able to see when I take a picture of Herb Oracle three, two, one, kind of like this sideways triangle. But um, yeah, interestingly enough, um, the success, intellect, and wisdom make a triangle, but the energy, opulence, and happiness make a diagonal. So very interesting how I laid them out today. That was not planned, but there's a message in there for me somewhere. Just got to tap into that in intellect. Jeez. All right, so if you've got time to hang, let's jump into this little guidebook and just see what else these beautiful priestesses can bring to us today. The first one is the priestess of intellect. This is all about logic, rationale, solutions. Um, yeah, this is definitely a message to use our head and not our heart at this time. Of course, 
Um, of course, you know, we always want to stay in our heart space, but some there is a time in this reality that like using your head is and applying logic to your current situation is important. So um, what is hilarious is it says in the book, um, <laughs> um, this, is, this is a card that you can call on when you wanna find solutions to your current thorny issues. So I have a few of those, how about you? Oh, you do? Okay, well it's time for some cool rationale because strong emotions are clouding your judgment. So yeah, that's what I've been saying. Like my emotions, yeah, they would be clouding my judgment. They're also clouding my focus and yeah, depleting my energy a little bit. So yeah, it's time to call back our power. Let's call back our power now. Um, we're gonna think logically about this. We're gonna be able to focus whatever's going on. We're gonna check and recheck all the facts and details surrounding our challenges. And if there is a lot of hot-headedness, you know, fury, passion, whatever you want to call it, inside of us, let's just try to remove that. Huh, listen to this. Someone might be emotionally manipulating you and relying on your soft heart to get what they want. Hmm. You don't say. Yeah, that's pretty obvious in my life now. So yeah, it's sometimes it is just good then, you know, to let your intellect step up and just, you know, how about they deal with that? <laughs> Instead of our soft emotional heart that like, they're like, like, especially when he was like, you're such a hypocrite, why don't you practice what you preach? Yeah, he's trying to use my soft heart against me, like, like, love me no matter how badly I've been acting. He might as well just said that, you know? So anyways, this is all about the hazelnuts. And that fish that's beside her is the salmon of knowledge. There's a Celtic legend that um, the salmon ate nine hazelnuts from the sacred trees that surrounded the well of wisdom and gained absolute understanding of the world's ways. So I'm probably going to try to find some hazelnuts to eat. <laughs> probably going to try to eat some hazelnuts. Um, but isn't it funny that um, the salmon was by the well of wisdom. And we also pulled the wisdom card. So we'll get to wisdom. But yeah, it's there's a big message for me personally to um, expand myself, um, expand everything that I think that I know, and um, expand it to even gaining more of more intellect, but also more wisdom. So like, yeah, we can study, study from books, but there is, there's a wisdom to be had from things too, when we truly understand them. You know, it's like, yeah, learning, memorization, next level shit, wisdom and understanding and that is true success so yeah that's the intellect it's saying um, use your head more um, not so much your heart at this time and gain some wisdom and be aware if someone's trying to emotionally manipulate you relying on your soft heart to get what they want as the sword suit in the tarot deck cuts away dead wood and the unnecessary 
So too, the intellect card reminds us to pare our current problems down to simple, logical solutions. In this case, knowledge is power. So yeah, it's like, nope, everything has a solution and intellectually we're gonna find it, figure it out, and pare these problems down because they sucking up our energy. And that was our next card that we got, this beautiful blue-haired priestess energy. Energy is also, the, it's about boundaries, bright energy and to defend. Wow, I did not, I don't know this deck very well. So that is amazing for me personally. Um, energy, the keywords are boundaries, bright energy, and to defend. So this is the apple tree. Apple tree is one of the sacred Celtic trees. <clears throat> apples, sorry for coughing in your ear. Apples are goddesses, hallowed fruit. And um, yeah, they're used in countless spells. And you guys, if you ever get this oracle deck, each card has a spell, which I'm not going to get into today. Um, but this priestess of energy is performing magic beneath a sacred apple tree. She's holding, holding a chalice, which I didn't see because it's on the border. She's holding a chalice in her right hand and she's holding an apple in her left, raising the energy required for a powerful spell. Ooh, yes, this priestess will only let the good light energies in. And any malevolent energy cannot and will not pass. So just put your arms out now. Close your eyes or open them and put your arms out. Take a deep breath. Take another deep breath and just feel how much energy you can prepare you can summon for yourself. It's like take time to do this every day so that you can fill yourself up. So yeah, she's here and she's saying it's time to look at the type of energy you're letting into your life. Is it good, bad, or just downright ugly? Is it ugly? <laughs> Is it ugly energy? Pay attention to how people make you feel when you spend time with them. Being conscious of the type of energy people carry with them is such a simple thing, but when you choose to only associate with people who are good for you, it can save you so much angst. So keep your personal energy light and bright, set appropriate boundaries, and learn to say yes only when you really mean it. Life's too short to give your precious time and energy away to those who seldom appreciate you. <laughs> okay, this is hilarious. Let's go to success because um, I'm pretty sure you know how I feel about this card. It's just confirming everything that I was already knowing. Yeah, I just can't touch the darkness anymore. So yeah, I mean, and if someone's not appreciating you and not being true and being fake, like why would you want to be with them? You don't. There's, there's other people to be with that have 
more appropriate energy for you, more lighter, more brighter energy. So keep your energy light and bright so you are a vibrational match to those beautiful people and to success. So then we got success, which is all about triumph and achievement and rewards. And that is the alder tree. Um, it likes to live in wet, swampy soil. And it, it's in used in spells to create success in business and study. <laughs> Thank you. Let's bring it. Um, so the priestess of success stands surrounded by a botanical wheel containing the alder tree's catkins, seed pods, and the leaves. She is smiling and she is clothed in turquoise. So she is so very beautiful. She's associated with the spring equinox, Ostara, time of balance and discovery. But anyways, she's here. She's, she's appeared. I was actually drawn to this. Remember, this was like the second top card that I had to pull out. So when the success card appears, be assured that a personal or business success is on the way. You have worked hard and laid the groundwork. You have sowed the seeds and soon the rewards will appear. Keep your language positive and your confidence high. Yes, and that's what I was just saying um, to, to myself from another card. What was it? Happiness or opulence or wisdom? I can't remember now. <laughs> to quit saying um, that I'm struggling or that I'm having trouble focusing. Like... Speak into reality that which you want and um, use your language in a positive way. Use your words in a wise way. Yeah, keep your confidence high. Expect the best to happen and it will. Just as the spring equinox is a time of balance of day and night at equal length, so your diligence and persistence will be balanced by achievement. So high five to me. <laughs> high five to you. Isn't that good news? All your hard work might actually pay off. It gon' it gonna pay off. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> no, it will. It's going to. And do you know why? Because opulence is here with luxury, material riches, and plenty. So this is almonds. It, this is almonds around her. That's an almond tree. Um, okay. The sweet marzipan smell of almond blossom has long been thought as a sign of renewal. So that is what we've been looking for. And I just had almond milk in my dandelion root tea, my first cup, because it was so hot I wanted to cool it down. But it was so good. And I was like, oh, hey, how are you? So almonds were used extensively in medieval cookery as a substitute for milk when periods of religious fasting required people to not consume dairy products. So almonds resonate with the sacral chakra, the energy wheel responsible for pleasure and appetite. And as such, almonds symbolize plenty and opulence. So when we look at this card, she's upside down. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> the priestess of opulence is upside down with a serene smile on her face. 
sweet almond blossoms grow and thrive around her, and two overflowing cups rest on her wings. Oh yeah, that's the thing too, she has wings. Purple, the color of opulence and royalty, is richly highlighted in this image. Yeah, she's wearing a purple outfit. There's purple in her mosaic kind of wings. Yeah, it's really beautiful. The Latin word for wealth, opulen opulentia, is featured as wealth is both a feeling of abundance and experiencing material riches. Above the priestess sits the powerful key of Solomon for good fortune. So we're getting this after the success card. So success is on the way. Um, luxury, material riches, plenty is on the way. But when the opulence card appears, it is suggesting that you find small ways to bring more joyful luxury into your life. Perhaps you have been a bit miser miserly with yourself lately worried about money and trying to stick to an unreasonable budget that allows no room for treats or fun yeah small weekly luxuries that don't break the bank can make life all the sweeter all right so yeah this is also a message to clean up any type of lack mentality um, any type of negative belief system associated with money, like thinking that money is the root of all evil or deciding that anyone with plenty of money is a crook. Okay, that is a surefire way to make your relationship with money a rocky one. So if you hold any negative, th anything about money that's negative, like, hey honey, money doesn't grow on trees. Like you want to resolve any belief systems that you've been carrying around, um, because if you think it's evil, then of course your relationship with money is going to be rocky, <laughs> right? What did I describe my en my the energy this weekend? Choppy <laughs> or something? I have to think about that. But yeah, if we've got any rockiness being mirrored back to us, any choppiness, um, clean it up. Clean up your belief systems. The priestess of opulence is portrayed upside down for a reason. Perhaps your ideas about wealth need to be turned upside down. For instance, delighting in paying the bills rather than grumbling about them is a real and effective way to attract the positive energy of wealth into your life. Yeah, just delighting in everything. Like, okay, we're in charge of the reunion next year. Do we want to grumble about it or do we want to delight? Delight is the word. And, um, you know, that's like energy too, that bright light, delight. So there's a definitely a great message of delight and light and being bright um, in these cards today, especially energy, opulence, and happiness. <clears throat> so before we get to happiness, let's look at wisdom um, because wisdom is about acceptance, friendship, and balance. And the, that is the ivy. Uh, the ivy berry perfudes food for the blackbird, a bird that symbolizes wisdom and intellect. And no kidding, I have seen lots of blackbirds this weekend. Like, they came close. And I think they're probably crows. But anyways, that's interesting. I'll have to keep an eye out for seeing more of them. Also... I just want to tell you something random but amazing 
Saturday when I was on the on the porch reading my book um, I had gotten a message on Facebook um, asking if I would be interested in you know speaking doing a speaking about like herbs or anything paranormal 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 <laughs> I can't say that word I'm not going to talk about it so maybe about herbs or healing or something at this new shop that's going to be opening up next year and at first I was like oh my goodness like it took me right out of my comfort zone because I'm talking to you but it's not in person I do live streams but that's not in person right so it would be a new avenue for me to speak publicly and you know I wasn't sure exactly how I felt about that at first like I was kind of stunned with this surprise question and I was like you know and like my ego's like are you afraid? Do you want to travel? Do you are, do you want to leave your kids? And it's only like an hour away. Um, so, um, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let me just think about how I feel. Let me try to tap into my intuition. And just then, a hummingbird, a female hummingbird, comes in really close to me under the porch roof, okay? And then she comes in a little closer. And she's in my face, you guys like going this way, that way, backward, forward, this way, that way, backward, forward, this way, that way, and then she leaves. And I was like, holy shit, that was incredible. And I got on the messenger and I was like, yes, of course I would be interested. <laughs> because it was like, there I was, and she is definitely one of my spirit guides, this little hummingbird. Like there I was being like, whoa, and she was not gonna let me fall into to indecision. She was just gonna have me say yes right away. Like, good luck, you can do this. Say yes. Start saying yes more. Let the success come to you. Let the opportunities, let the fun come to you. So yes, of course. Like theoretically, I should be able to run at the mouth in public since I <laughs> do an okay job of, of doing that with my two podcasts and a YouTube channel. So why wouldn't public speaking be in line for me? Like, yeah, it'll be sweatier. And <laughs> I'm sure I'll be sweaty, but I think I'll have fun with it. All right, so anyways, back to the blackbird. That's what made me think of the hummingbird. The blackbird symbolizes wisdom and intellect. So, second confirmation that our first card that we pulled today is the intellect card. Um, ivy was once used to clarify and purify ale so that it was clean to drink and has long been associated with friendship and hospitality. So, yeah, in medieval times, if there was an ivy-covered pole outside an establishment, it symbolized that ale and good cheer could be found within. Uh, that's really fun because I have some, well, I have great vines growing up my porch. So hopefully that, that symbolizes something too. So the god of wine wears a crown of ivy leaves and berries upon his head. All right, he is not in this picture, but I believe a butterfly is a golden butterfly. These are really amazing cards, you guys. So the golden butterfly is a symbol um, strongly associated with the ivy plant um, 
And let's see, let's see the divination. The appearance of the wisdom card requires you to step away from a certain situation to find some objectivity and balance. The lesson of Ivy concerns friendships and connections with others, especially in terms of accepting people for their differences. Ivy learns to entwine and thrive no matter what the conditions. Our relationships twist and turn and sometimes become rocky. The wisdom of Ivy whispers resilience to make lasting connections and to keep the bonds of friendship strong. So a lot of messages there for me personally, some with you too. Um, yeah, wisdom is all about acceptance, friendship, and balance. Mm, very good. And so when we learn how to do that, we end up with our last card, happiness, which I saw her as I was putting the deck away, and I was like, oh, you need to stay. <laughs> Please, I need you. <laughs> like, I felt like I needed the happiness. I needed her energy and she has wings too, just like opulence. So I feel like we have a little visit from the fairy realm today. And happiness is all about optimism, good cheer and laughter. So as wisdom was saying to balance our relationships and nurture them kind of, it's like maybe we need to have some, some good times with the people in our life. And you know, yeah, we got a little rocky road I'm not talking about the ice cream, although that wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> you know, let's have some fun and respect and um, good cheer. Yeah, even if. Even if. So this is all about the orange blossoms. So beautiful. And yeah, orange is one of the happiest scents. Um, just smelling it brings an optimistic air to your mind. So on a metaphysical level, the smell of orange can dissipate heaviness and unhealthy obsessions and to help create a heart full of light. So there we have it, more light, bringing more light within us. The fragrance of orange blossom attracts the angels assigned to us on our earthly journey. Eating oranges is said to give a rush of vitality to the solar plexus, the golden energy wheel at the center of the body. So yeah, there's a lot of amazing energy when we're talking about orange. And that priestess of happiness has some amazing energy too. She is dancing in a gorgeous orange frock. She's wearing stripy blue stockings. She's so fun. And gold surrounds her as well. Um, with all these orange blossoms bursting their delicious perfume. It's a beautiful, wonderful card. And it too has the key of Solomon, um, which is a magical figure of happiness, a symbol said to bring joy and good cheer. So yeah, who else had the key of S Solomon or something too? Was that opulence? Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay, so this card is suggesting that happiness lies in dwelling on the good things in life, not your problems. And that's what intellect was like. Listen, all these problems that you have, there's a logical, reasonable solution 
let's just find them so we can fix them and then focus on the good things in life. Focus on the success, focus on the wisdom, focus on positive energy, and focus on happiness. Focus on the good things, not the problems. Why? Because what we focus on, we give energy to. If we keep focusing on problems, we're going to manifest more problems. So this doesn't mean ignoring your difficulties, but rather seeing the positives in your situation instead. The old adage is true. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to it. So happiness is saying, look for the light in your life when this card appears, even if it's just a tiny spark. Know that the appearance of this card brings the essence of happiness into your life. Yes, so these are beautiful messages. Um, I am much more happier now that I sat down and pulled cards with you on this Monday morning because I wasn't sure <laughs> what was going to be happening. I was really negative at the beginning of this podcast. Isn't it incredible that within an hour I can completely turn around my boat and send it in a different direction? That is the power of energy. That is the power of thought. And yeah, that does take a little bit of wisdom on my part. So shout out to my higher self for helping me do this on a daily basis. Um, yeah, because a lot of times I could just like lay down dig myself a hole and die and um yeah that's not what my life is supposed to be not right now anyways right now it's all about focusing on on the good stuff so on that note let's wrap it up dang yeah after these cards i mean don't you just want to go do something don't you want to go fix a problem with your intellect don't you want to go look for the light be happy find a little luxury find a little opulence going on in your life because you have all this energy now you you know success is coming to you you feel good and you have the wisdom to you know handle it all and enjoy it all and still know that you're a spiritual being and to go within but at the same time you're having so much fun you're having great friends great laughter great conversations great creations so thank you so much to all these beautiful priestesses the priestess of intellect of energy of success of opulence of wisdom and of happiness these are beautiful priestesses to hang out with on a Monday and all week. So keep these messages going strong. Have yourself a beautiful day. And yes, let's do this for sure. So, 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 so much love to you. Was that really necessary? <laughs> I think the priestess of opulence and happiness made me do it. Um, yeah, there's definitely some fairy energy here. So yeah, so much love to you.